Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I always like to ask a doctor, how are you? How are you, Dr. Jacobs? Nobody ever asks a doctor how they are. <laughs> That's really nice. Uh, nice. You know, I'm doing all right. I've uh, just... Uh, was on call uh, on Friday night. I'll be on call tonight, so my answer might be different tomorrow morning. All right. Well, I won't call you tomorrow morning then. How much of a wedge among healthcare professionals has COVID, the restrictions introduced, um, being among doctors, and this situation we're dealing with now, the uh, the COVID convoys and the protests across the country? How much of a wedge issue among doctors and nurses? Well, I, I think uh, when you talk about wedge issues, do you mean a wedge issue among us or uh, in terms of our relationship to society in general? No, among you. Well, I, I think that um, I've said this before. The vast majority of doctors um, are very tired uh, and we're just taking our job one shift at a time. And very few of us are spending a lot of time focused on the politics. Now, there's a small subgroup of doctors who are very active on social media, very active in mainstream media, um, and uh, some voices are very loud on one side, and uh, there are fewer voices on the other. I think that generally, um, almost all physicians, 99.9% of us, believe that vaccines are incredibly important. Uh, and there is a small wedge on one side that are what I would call the COVID zero people, uh, who are very adamant about continuing lockdowns, continuing, you know, limiting, uh, social interaction, all the things that, uh, are causing a great deal of, um, stress in our population. And then there's a small group of, of, of doctors on the other side who are brave enough to say, we need to take a look at this rationally. Um, and the number of people on the side of saying, we need to really take a look at this rationally and see what we're doing and how it's affecting people, that group is growing. Good. Uh, when we talk about vaccines, you uh, tweeted, you're tired of the intransigence of both parties and that Mr. Trudeau should acknowledge Omicron is receding and protesters should acknowledge vaccines work realistic do you think i don't think that that's realistic to be honest with you I mean, that's I wish it would happen but 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 it's not because really what's happening is you've got two people arguing uh two points and they're unwilling to budge on either of them and both of them are wrong on one point so the people who are anti-vaccine are completely wrong. They're just wrong. Uh, it's as simple as that. We've uh, got, we have a tremendous amount of data that shows the protective value of the vaccines against transmission for the Delta wave and hospitalization uh, and severe outcome for both the Delta wave and the Omicron wave. It's not, it's not up for debate. So if you're out there protesting because of that, 
you're just wrong, and that's okay, but you're wrong. On the other side, with Trudeau, if he's going around um, and saying we must keep everything absolutely locked down, you people are causing uh, further spread of disease, and uh, well, he's wrong as well, because the data is quite clear. The Omicron wave is receding, just as it has everywhere else. It's following a very predictable pattern, um, and you know, he loses credibility for the next wave. God forbid there is a next major wave when he's not being reasonable in how he approaches the reality of the situation that we're in currently. So unless he puts out, um, unless he changes the mandates as the science evolves and as the data evolves, it's going to be very hard for people to accept any mandates in the future. Mm-hmm. Let me, in the minute we have left, ask you for your thoughts on the performance of the Prime Minister, and you tweet that about that. But what are your thoughts of his handling of the last three weeks? We have a Prime Minister who called people engaged in convoys disparaging names. He didn't do that in other protests, like when rail traffic was blocked, also harming the economy. I think a PM shouldn't be a bomb thrower. That's beneath the office of Prime Minister, isn't it? It's very much beneath the office of Prime Minister, and worse than a bomb thrower, it's divisive. It's divisive, and it's obviously divisive. I think that, uh, you know, clearly we shouldn't allow critical infrastructure to be uh, obstructed. That that shouldn't happen regardless of what your political cause is. Clearly we shouldn't have foreign money coming in, fueling protests that are blocking critical infrastructure. That's also a no-brainer. What really upsets me about Trudeau, though, is that he's willing to make political gains by dividing our country. Nobody should do that, and no side of the argument should accept that. We should be willing to do, as we've done just now, say, listen, you're right uh, about this, you're wrong about that, I understand your worries about this, this is why I'm taking this position. But name-calling is beneath the Prime Minister. It's called discourse. Isn't it? It's called discourse. That's what you're doing. Engaging in discourse. It's a rarity nowadays. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.